0: Podcast Insider, take, what is it, five? I
1: think we agreed on five. <laughs> yeah.
0: Anyway, I'm Mike Dell. I've got uh, Mackenzie Bennett here with me, uh, and we're going to attempt to go through Podcast Insider number, episode, or number, episode 314. Let's give this a try. Here, You are in an undisclosed location in Columbus, Ohio, trying out your new microphone, and you sound good.
1: Yeah, I hope so. There's lots of movement outside um, on the street on my house right now, including the garbage truck. So I think things are going well.
0: Yeah, it's ambiance. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: who doesn't want that?
0: Right. Well, with me, it's beagles and helicopters. So,
1: mm-hmm. all right. Well,
0: let's try to get through this. <laughs> Do we we sound enthusiastic?
1: I believe in us. We haven't even gotten through one topic yet. All
0: right. We'll try it again because I've talked myself out on it. So I
1: will will take the lead. Our first news article of the day uh, is it's about podcast companies who we will not name names at this moment. You can read if you would like are buying listens and downloads specifically they are getting these through game apps so essentially like an ad or something will pop up while you're playing the game you know everyone gets stuck with like watch this 30 second thing before you can move on and an autoplay for an episode will happen unbeknownst to the game player
0: yeah and uh, the bad thing about this is they may be charging for ads based on downloads. Oh, yeah. And, you know, that's uh, borderline... Is that fraud? <laughs> fraud, yeah. You know, I don't want to <laughs> accuse anybody of anything, but...
1: My understanding yeah. would lead to that word.
0: Yeah, and what was funny is uh, this was this was reported on Bloomberg. Uh, Ashley over there, I think.
1: Ashley Carmen is yeah. doing amazing work right now in journalism for podcasting, by the way.
0: Right, right. So Ashley reported it, and then uh, Pod News picked it up. So James mm-hmm. uh, to, uh, over at Pod News, and he reached out to the analytics companies that were measuring these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and I won't name names there either. But uh, one of them came back and said, well, "We see no problem with it." Blah, 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 you know, like, <laughs> are you kidding? So in today's Pod News, if you want to go over and read that, he he. T- he tells uh, tells tells what he what the response he got was from the stats company that was measuring these things and uh,
1: now now do we want to say if the stats company that is part of this is IAB certified? Yeah, because both of seems... them.
0: Both of them are.
1: Okie dokie.
0: <laughs> that was why they said it's no problem. Well, it complies with IAB. You know, and okay, maybe it does, but Yeah, it's a little shady, I think. And they've been doing it since 2018.
1: Yes. Yes, they have since 2018. I mean, they're literally gaming the download system with games. So I kind of find the humor in that. But overall, (laughs) it's not a good look.
0: Yeah, gaming with games. That's Actually, that'd be a good podcast
1: name. Nope, we're not starting that game.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Next up, uh, yesterday, Dave Jones from Podcastindex.org and Podcasting 2.0 uh, was a guest on uh, the new media show with uh, Todd and Rob. And he went through his presentation basically, and plus a lot of discussion. It's like a two hour show, but it's worth it if you're interested in this topic.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And they also talked about the uh, previous story at the beginning of the episode. So go tune in over at newmediashow.com or we've got a link to the YouTube video that'll be in the show notes. Yeah, we'll put it in the show notes. But, yeah, Dave goes through and explains, you know, the the function behind all the features that Podcasting 2.0 is working on and implementing over time. And I think
1: it- the 2.0 stuff will become more important to listeners slowly but surely yeah. but I think what we just want people to uh, to take out of this of us like sharing this type of information is this will eventually come around to all types of listeners like this the type of stuff that they're including in podcast 2.0 like all the little minute details will eventually lead up to the overall public listeners
0: yeah you know, like, with companies like us, we've been in discussions of what we're going to implement and what we're not going to implement, and that kind of thing. And you know, the the argument has always been, well, you know, it's kind of a three percent thing. Mm-hmm. And the yeah, it is. But if nobody adopts it, then nobody will adopt it. <laughs> if that makes sense.
1: <laughs> yes, and that yeah. makes sense. Uh, but also, I think it's pick and choose. Yeah, uh, to some extent, because you know, like,
0: yeah, not all companies use all the the apps, but we're going to talk more about that a little later in the show here. So, <laughs> uh, let's see. Mark Maron, he's a pretty famous comedian, does the WTF podcast, mm-hmm. and uh, he's going to do his first ever live show in the UK. So, yeah, um, he's
1: done many live before, but this is his first in the UK.
0: Yep. So he's going to be, uh, what is it, Friday, the 23rd of September? And uh, no,
1: October 19th in London.
0: Oh, this, yeah, that was the date of the story, of the
1: article. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It'd be kind of hard to do the 23rd since it's the 29th today. Uh, <laughs> otherwise or we're we're reporting it late no it's uh it's gonna be in october uh and tickets are on sale we'll have links to that in the show notes but yeah mark's show i i listen to him one off i don't subscribe or follow or whatever you want to call it but uh you know depending on who his guest is i'll i'll flip in there and listen he's a good interviewer
1: i was a very dedicated listener uh in you know around like 2012 to around like 2016, 17, something like that. I've seen his comedy shows and a couple times and, uh, met him at podcast movement once or twice. So if you're, if you're into a show, I would definitely recommend it. Yeah.
0: So, uh, yeah, go check that out. If you're in the UK, Uh, Toby, you're in striking distance.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: All right. So, uh, Todd's uh, People's Choice Podcast Awards ceremony is tomorrow. That's why he's not here today. He's uh, getting that ready to go.
1: Yes, he is. He's closing out International Podcast Day with the awards.
0: Yep. Well, it's a little after the actual live event this year. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, it's yeah, it's part of the same celebration. And uh, But anyway, that's uh, tomorrow night, uh, 9 p.m. to 10.30 Eastern Time. Mm -hmm. And uh, he'll be streaming that on multiple places. So go check that out and see if you want, if you're in the running. And what is this, the 17th year? Something like that. I know it's been a while. Oh, geez, 17
1: years? That is a long time.
0: Yeah, I remember the first one. That that was kind of fun. Uh, Leo Laporte won it. And uh, at that time, they were were giving away uh, microphones. So Leo Laporte... Uh, bought or not bought uh, earned or won Mm -hmm. his uh, first Heil PR 40 (laughs) now he's got a whole studio full of them so
1: I know look look at it now do you remember how many different categories they started with back then
0: Uh, yeah I think it was I think it was only like 10 something like that and now he's got a lot more categories and Mm -hmm. and uh, I think last year he added a bunch of them but uh, pretty cool uh, you know, the podcast awards—that is the OG podcast awards. Now there's all kinds of them. In fact, I think is. today the women's podcast awards were going on.
1: Yes, uh, but I don't. There is an international women's podcast awards happening this evening. <laughs> um, it's okay. put on by Skylark Collective, but we are sponsoring one of the categories: a moment of insight from a role model. So that one, I mean, that's super we'll, specific. We'll, I think we'll throw a fun. link
0: in the show notes to that as well so we can see who won. Yeah, for sure. Very good. Uh, and let see, I got my tabs out of order here. But mm-hmm. I, I think we're up to the uh, story about A&E doing cross-promotion.
1: That we are.
0: Yeah, so I did it right. But, yeah, they, there's an article that they put out about – or digiday put it out but about how a&e networks are using cross promotion to launch new shows and promote shows on their platform or their uh, you know stable of shows i think they have you know, it says 13 podcasts and they're and then a bunch of little companion podcasts to tv shows and lifetime and history channel and all that so uh it explains, you know, how and why they uh, do the cross-promotion. And we've talked about cross-promotion. and
1: We've been big proponents of it for a very long time. And it, it, like every single time, no matter how you do it, whether it's a network like this or you're, you're going outside of your own network or you don't even have one, it's just plain and simple. It works.
0: Yeah, our uh, tech podcast network, which we are part of. We never mentioned that, but uh, <laughs> we're part of the tech podcast network with uh, Podcast Insider, but we used to do a lot of cross-promotion over there. I think we ought to revamp that a little bit and uh, and get some more of that. So go over and check out techpodcast.com for more uh, technical-themed podcasts. (laughs) Okay. So there, I did my (laughs) (laughs) cross-promotion. Well done. Good. Uh, More bad news in the podcast industry CNN is trimming some audio staff –
1: yeah, that's, that's sad to hear. Um, I mean, it's anyone losing their job like that is upsetting, so I hope that everyone lands on their feet quickly. But um, yeah, it I says that they are will. rethinking their strategy with audio.
0: Yeah, you know, it's, it's a hard nut to crack, even for these big companies. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, to, to get big in audio, Uh I know CNN has like an hourly thing. I've, I've been subscribed to that on and off over the years. And, you know, it's every hour, you know, like you would hear on a radio station uh, at the top of the hour. It's the same kind of thing, a little three to five minute thing. But, uh, they're, you know, they're, they're developing all kinds of them or they have. And now they're uh, dropping quite a few. I I don't didn't say how many people are affected, but uh, I know a lot of their – shows are going to go away and
1: yes it said that they were planning to release less or uh new podcasts in the year to come but they also have one uh from Audie cornish who mm-hmm. just left npr uh to start a new one they just announced that uh, she was a speaker at podcast movement mm-hmm. it's going to be called the assignment and that is debuting this fall so so,
0: okay, so they are growing some of it or at least starting new stuff, so.
1: I mean, yeah, they're staying true, too. They're literally just changing the way that they're doing things.
0: Yeah, so. very good. So here, here's one that I marked extremely geeky. <laughs> <laughs> More Podcast 2.0 stuff. Uh, Andy Lehman, who does the Podcast Namespace plugin for WordPress, which is really an add-on to PowerPress, our plugin,
1: that's a mouthful. Yeah, namespace know.
0: plugin. Yeah, and it's not even in the repository. That's how uh, how geeky it is. Uh, you have to actually go download it from GitHub and sideload it, and you know it's it's a geeky process. But he's he's added the live item tag, which I know made Todd extremely ex- uh, ex- uh, excited since we mm-hmm. just launched PodPing. <laughs> so uh, those two work together, and what that does, uh, you know. Layman's terms, not Andy yes, Layman. Yes, <laughs> Andy Layman, get it? Uh, anyway.
1: We're uh, really going in for those dad jokes today, aren't we?
0: Yeah, I know. that's terrible, isn't it?
1: Uh, <laughs> it's not terrible.
0: <laughs> but anyway, uh, the way that works is say you are going to do a live stream like we usually do when Todd's here mm-hmm. for this show. So what would happen is we would – put this live item, we set the start time and a link or two to the different places you could watch and or listen uh, live. And we put that in the tag, we would update Podping by updating the feed, and Podping would ping all the apps that work with this live item tag, which is a few, not a lot. Okay. But in that app, one of these, you know, podcast 2.0 apps, you would hit, uh, oh, wow, they're live. And you'd hit the button and it would leave you right in the app and you'd be able to watch the video. Or if it's an audio stream, you would just be able to listen to it live right inside your podcast app.
1: So that is really cool. I do have a question though. Yes. How do you update the RSS feed without actually like releasing the new episode? Is that what you're saying? Like,
0: Yeah, you would just go in and you'd set this tag, you'd save it, and in well in the case that's, of
1: that's i guess what yeah. i mean like what is the saving
0: yeah you just like you edit your post okay okay like in wordpress you would edit your post and there'd be a section to put in the live item tag you put in the information hit save that updates the feed causes pod ping to ping the servers and puts the uh, notification on the app and they're so apps-
1: kind of doing a workaround there if you're like okay I'm releasing this, so then I can update it.
0: Yeah, and there's a start time and all that. And then when you're done, when you're done being live, you go back in, you take that tag out, update the feed, and then your live tag goes off. You know, goes off the apps, and then you publish your episode as normal whenever you get around to doing that. So it's It's kind of wild. Yeah, you know, like I said, it's geeky right now uh, as more and more apps uh, implement it. And more and more uh, RSS uh, tools, I guess, implement it.
1: Yeah, that's that's the thing that I'm like stuck on. You're like, okay, let me release this to then update it to make this work. I'm like, how do we get around that? How do we make that part function better so that people can just get on with it and it's not... Like well, this whole thing that they have to do,
0: right? Well, we've been talking with Andy, so uh, you know we're, we may be collaborating on some stuff uh, with him over you know over the next year or so. Okay, so that'll be cool. But uh, yeah, it's a, it's a tad on the geeky side, but uh, the, once it's functioning, it's it's really cool.
1: Yeah, once people like me can figure it out. Center, it'll
0: be great. Yeah, and what would one of our For episodes everyone. when when you host with me? We always have to have at least one political thing.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Edison Research put out a, a little report on uh, the differences between the right leaning and left leaning podcast listeners and podcasters, and it's it's kind of interesting that uh, uh, what was the the bottom line here. Uh, it seemed that the Democrat Party are more likely to listen to podcasts overall, mm-hmm. and Republicans tend to listen to more politically based podcasts than the Democrats uh, do. Which I guess doesn't surprise me. Yeah, it doesn't seem too surprising. I mean, but you know, if you spend your whole life worrying about politics, sometimes you know it makes you a sad person. It doesn't matter which side you're on. In my yes. hum- my humble opinion, there's more to life than than that. But, uh, yeah, but anyway, it's kind of interesting. Uh,
1: definitely. <laughs> also required. interesting looking at the, uh, the show names that they have in here in this list of oh, yeah. Republican and Democrat.
0: Yep, for sure. Uh, you know, we've got, uh, yeah, there's a whole bunch of whole bunch of, uh, right-leaning ones for sure listed here, <laughs> but I think the source of the story, uh, it counts, for you know, that. <laughs> yeah, we we did
1: talk about this, or at least you and Todd did. I can't remember. Um, mm-hmm. That Republican shows release more episodes, right? Yeah. On a regular basis.
0: Yep, and so, uh, but but it's funny that uh, the Democrat listeners listen to more of them, but eh, you know, I'm kind of in the middle, so I, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and I don't listen to too many. Uh, Too many political ones, for sure. It's
1: I, I, I'm, I'm a very political person, and I don't really listen to them either because, um, like you said earlier, I can't. It'll bum me out.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's the reason. You know, I I don't watch a lot of news anymore, and and it's not for any other reason than the news seems to me to just want to point out all the negative. And I got enough negative in my life sometimes that I just don't need any more of it, you know. And, yeah. you know, just the, the fact that somebody doesn't believe the same as I do does not ruin my day, you know. And some people have got to learn that. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I'm not, like I said, I'm not pointing my finger either way. It's, uh, you know, it's on both sides for sure. But uh, it is interesting, though, that they were able to uh, suss out this stat these stats here in the edison research stuff
1: so. i mean i'm sure this also is is like this information is available because i i imagine in the past five or so years that a huge influx of political shows started
0: oh yeah no, just and, i mean and just as many of them have stopped since then
1: yeah <laughs> Yeah.
0: I know during COVID, you know, when it was hot and heavy and everybody was locked down and stuff, there was a whole bunch of very political shows that started.
1: That there were.
0: And, you know, of course, now that that's sort of behind us in a way, um, it's just not, uh, you know, not as big a deal. And, you know, we're, we're losing those shows, which is probably no big loss. I, I never yeah. listened to any of
1: them. They served. They served their purpose. Sure,
0: you know, and you know, people you had, know. had time to do stuff, and
1: yeah, not know. every podcast has to go on forever. There's, there's good reasons to stop them.
0: Best practice, and this one I put in there. Usually you put them in, and uh, I put this one in this time. Uh, you no, know, you went for it. Yeah, well, since we're talking about podcast two point uh some things that I do in my own shows, and maybe we'll start doing that here, I don't know. Uh, that's up to, up to the producer, you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I suggest that you let your listeners know about some of the new podcast listening apps that take advantage of all the Podcast 2.0 features. And so I
1: think that means we need to provide a list in the show notes of all of the apps that they should be looking out for.
0: Right. And I have a link here to a podcast index that has that such a list. Wonderful. And uh, you know there's there's a, a fair number of them here, you know, and and th- this is like the whole list you can filter it by podcast listening apps and, and whatnot, but you know, it, it lists stuff like hosting companies and, and you know, that kind of thing. But, uh, it also lists the, the listener apps. And, you know, my favorite of the new podcast 2.0 apps is fountain. And I think that's listed here in this big long list, but what's cool about fountain is it gives you a podcaster wallet, uh, and you earn satoshis, which are tiny fragments of bitcoins, <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: which this makes everybody's eyes glass over, too. So, you know.
1: Oh, ex- fake money. Yeah, for ex- sure.
0: Excuse the geeky. <laughs> but, you know, but it's funny, you know, you, you get a, a, a boost. You know, I, I've been doing this for a while. And, you know, I'm, I look at my fountain app and I say, oh, hey, you know, Adam sent me 2,000 satoshis. Well, if I Mm -hmm. figure that out, that's like a, you know, buck and a quarter. right? But it's affirmation that, oh, hey, you know, somebody listened and, you know, it's that kind of thing. You're not going to get rich on it. Not everybody will anyway, but, or not anybody so far. (laughs) But it's, it's just neat. And, you know, it's kind of like paid commenting, you know, but what's cool about Fountain is you earn Satoshi's and then you can send them back, or you could fund your wallet by, you know, putting in your credit card and, you know, dropping 20 bucks on there. It'll last you forever. And it's just kind of cool. And, you know, some of these other apps, like Podverse uh, is an app that will do the live stream thing. So the live tag we talked about, uh, when one of your favorite podcasts that use this go live, you write in Podverse, you'll get the, uh, the notification, you notification live. There's just, you know, all these features that uh, if you watch that video from Dave, uh, he'll explain, you know, what all these features are meant to do. Now, not a lot of them have been implemented yet. I mean, a lot of them, it's all there, and there is a couple of apps that have implemented everything. I, I think uh, Podfriend is one of them, that just everything. Anything time they add anything, he adds it. Uh, He's on the ball. Yeah, so you know it's it's cool. This list is a little out of date because uh, Blueberry's not listed here, but uh, our publisher has a couple of features now that are podcast two compliant,
1: mm-hmm.
0: or whatever we call, want to call it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean that's we're we're adding these compliance and these tags slowly but surely mm-hmm. um, because. We really had to take some time and realize like, okay, this actually does have some potential, even if it is a small number of users. Yeah. Um, but this one seems like it has potential to really take off of the kind of communal donating participation back and forth a little bit. So it's, I mean, it's fun. It yeah. seems so off the wall to someone like me um, who has like no... Desire to get involved in anything with like the name Shitoshi. <laughs> Shitoshi's, <laughs> <But laughs> <Satoshis>, yes. <laughs> yeah. Like to me, I. Well, am, that's not I've,
0: the main thing either because, uh, you know, the, these tags. Well, here, here's part of the thing. Bravoice, our parent company, mm-hmm. we put out a namespace uh, similar to what Podcasting 2.0 has done. Okay. But
1: nobody. have already would, lost people with the word namespace.
0: Yeah. Namespace is just adding things to RSS for new features,
1: mm-hmm.
0: okay? And we've added all that stuff. We did that 10 years ago or better. But nobody would adopt it because, well, that's Blueberry, you know? And if Lipson did the same thing, nobody would do it except Lipson. But this is an independent thing, and it's being contributed to by developers all over the world, uh, companies, uh, app developers, and all of that. And that's why it's getting adoption, or that's why it has a potential to get adoption. I mean, we've talked with Apple, and Apple's even thinking about maybe adopting some of this stuff, Mm -hmm. which would be huge. But we'll see. You know, they, of course, never tell us what they're doing until they do it.
1: You're a mysterious little company. Yeah, little (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs>
0: but anyway, uh, you know, I, I, I don't want your eyes to glaze over. This is a tad geeky, but uh, trust me when I say that once the features get easier to use and they end up in more apps, they're going to be cool. So let your yeah. listeners know that this stuff exists if you're participating in any of this. Uh, yeah. our, tr- our transcript thing, you know, the, the closed captioning, that's all because of podcasting 2.0 features. Very cool. Blueberry news. I'll let you take the first one.
1: Oh, Okie okay. dokie. Uh, so, our latest blog post from this week is growing your podcast on social media. It's it's a really good article. Uh, Cho fam, um, she works on, on our marketing team. She did an interview with Travis Brown, who is um, he's a podcaster. He's been involved for many, many years. He's had great success growing shows for himself and for helping others. Um, yeah. We played, on we social played media, the, we a played, whole no, slew sorry. of things. Yeah,
0: sorry. We played the audio of that a couple episodes ago, but uh, now we've got a write up and I think she put the YouTube link. Yes. So that there's a yep. the video version. So if you didn't stick around for that interview, on the episode, go check it out uh, on the link there and watch it. <laughs> so, anyway. Oh, hey. Next yeah. next up, nice. um,
1: we already mentioned this a little bit, but International Podcast Day yeah. is September 30th. So, today is the 29th. Maybe when you're listening to this, it is International Podcast Day, but... They are starting a live stream at 1030 in the morning Eastern Standard Time. And they have a whole schedule of like eight or nine hours of, um, of guests and sessions and just some fun stuff.
0: Right. And we uh, I have a link in here to the schedule. I also have a link to the link tree for International Podcast Day so you can find all the different places they're streaming and all that, but it's pretty cool. Todd's going to have a session at the, I believe, at the end or close to the end of it, and then mm-hmm. uh, then later on he's going to come back with the podcast awards. So, yeah, they're, it's pared down from years past. Last year they didn't do it at all, and they needed a break. Uh, oh yeah, they were doing thirty hours in a row. Now, now yeah. they're doing like eight or ten or something like that, and still,
1: that, I, I mean, eight or ten is still a commendable number of hours to be doing and. Be doing this, right? So,
0: and of course, there's a, another event happening a few days later in Australia and London. Mm-hmm. Uh, International Podcast or Podcast Day 24, they call it, and uh, so there'll be you know over the next week or so, there's going to be lots of things like this. But International Podcast Day is officially tomorrow, the 30th. So, go check that out, and uh, you know, pop in once in a while and take a listen or or watch the whole thing or. Just pat
1: yourself on the back for being a podcaster. It's a hard job. There
0: you go. Celebrate it. All right. And, of course, we did mention Podping, but uh, it is now supported in PowerPress 9.5. And the upshot of that is when you publish an episode in all those podcasting 2.0 apps, it will be updated very quickly. I'm not going to say immediately, but it's going to be under a minute probably before you'll see your episode.
1: People like speed, so we decided to help them out a little bit with this. Yeah,
0: and we'll be uh, working on getting that in our other two properties as well, our uh, publisher and podcast mirror. Mm -hmm. Uh, But uh, this was the first step getting it in PowerPress. So if you're a PowerPress user and you update to 9.5, you've already got it. So. And there's no control of it. I mean, well, there is, but (laughs) it's a little more It's just a nice
1: feature that you don't have to do anything for.
0: Right, exactly. It's (laughs) It's just the uh, best
1: kind of feature.
0: Yeah, it just helps, you know, the apps that use it. And I hear uh, Pocket Cast is implementing that. So there's a mainstream app. Yeah. If you use Pocket Cast, uh, they're going to be using PodPing to update feeds. So that'll be cool. All right, well, let's... uh, Make sure I'm on the right pad here, and uh, let's play the...
1: The pro tip from Toby at the Pro Production Team.
0: Here, Here he is.
2: Hi there, it's Toby Goodman here. If it hasn't happened to you yet, it will. Last week, I interviewed someone on my podcast, Moving Conversations, and the audio on his side was bad. After one of our engineers took a look and a listen, the news I was half expecting came. My guest's side of the conversation was unlistenable. Could I have prevented it from happening? Honestly, I'm not sure. Maybe. Is asking a guest for a do-over, in this case a Nobel Peace Prize winner, awkward? Yes. Is re-recording so your guest comes across in the best possible light worth it? 100%. Will they say no? Maybe, but hopefully not if you tackle the issue head on. So what to do? Well, in my case, the only thing I could do was to be honest and try again. Here's the message I sent my high value guest. Hi, Ron. I've got some good news and some bad news. Bad news is the audio from your end of our conversation was unusable. Your message and your story deserve to be heard. And my engineer took two hours to try and save it. And I'm afraid it's not going to work. Good news, we can record an even better one again, and I found a place near to you I can get a microphone, let me know your address and I'll have it sent. I'm so sorry it didn't come out well, the work you're doing is way too important not to be heard in broadcast quality. Let me know about the mic and if you're okay to book again, warmest, Toby. Now. I'm absolutely not telling you to go out and buy your guest's microphones. But in this case, I was happy to do this because of who the guest is and who he can be for my business. Let's face it. No one will thank you for putting out a podcast with crappy sound that makes you and them sound bad. Not you, not them, and of course, not your listeners either. Bad recording due to tech, environment and internet signal happens to us all. So be nice and address it head on. The added benefit is you get to go back knowing what parts of the interview went well and ultimately publish an even better podcast than you would have done from the first take. So as they say, every cloud has a silver lining. If crappy audio is something you can't abide, then perhaps having your podcast produced by my pro team is your next best move. And if that's the case, we'd love to find out more. You can find us over at BlueberryPro.com.
0: Yeah, we know all about screwed up recordings.
1: No, <laughs> not at all. Not today, never.
0: <laughs> well, hey, fifth time's the charm.
1: Yeah, he made a really good distinction, though, in that if this is going to be good for your business and if you are capable, it is incredibly decent of you to offer to help out, figure out a microphone solution there. So yeah, I thought uh, that was nice.
0: Yeah, I know people that, buy, you know, the uh, oh, those Audio-Technica mics, the, mm-hmm. the one that everybody buys, Bl- drawing a blank again, mm-hmm. but uh, the, the simple USB mic with a headphone jack on it, and, you know, they send those out to their guests ahead of time, and mm-hmm. then they do a testing session before they start recording, because, you know, you, you don't want to have an awesome interview, and then it sounds like crap, and nobody will listen to it, so... You know, to do a little pre-planning. I think would uh, help avoid this. But sometimes it just happens. Like, you know, today we—how many times did we read that first story? I think four.
1: <laughs> yeah, it it just got off the rails until we finally figured out the solution. But <laughs> we were every time we were like, we only got through this amount. Let's just completely start over. It's not worth giving this, you know, three minutes or whatever. That's not worth saving. <laughs>
0: Right. So, anyway, good, good one, Toby. Uh, we'll have him on again next week, of yeah, course. Yeah, I
1: want to listen to his podcast with a Nobel Prize winner.
0: Yeah. Well, let's see if he got it re-recorded. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> anyway, on to the question of the week, and uh, I picked this one up from one of the podcast-related Facebook groups.
1: There are uh, many of them. Yeah,
0: and I thought this was a pretty good question because it comes up a lot. So Absolutely. so I'll at, ask the question and then you can run through some answers. How about that? Sounds good. So what is the thing you wish you would have known before you started podcasting?
1: There is a wide variety of answers here. First <laughs> off, don't take yourself too seriously. Have fun. Mike and I got a lot of laughs out of the disaster that was the beginning <laughs> of recording this podcast. Yeah, we have a lot of fun specific doing this. <laughs> Um, moving on, you don't need the best gear to get started. Just start creating episodes and upgrade along the way. Such as today, I'm starting with this microphone. Yes, we think it's going well. We were at one point, we were like, "Is that what's causing the problem?" I don't think it was, no. but we looked into it. Um, how much time it takes to build a following? People just want instant satisfaction and instant audience and. Sad to say, that is not how the world works. Yeah, it takes a while
0: to build up an audience, a following, uh, Mm -hmm. because you know you just got to keep plugging away at it. You know, as I've said a hundred times, I'm the king of inconsistency. So, you know this this podcast that we're doing right now is about the only one I've ever done that I've been really consistent with, and it's pretty successful now so yep that's great and you know that that's what it takes but you know people
1: don't know that when they start i think we just we have high hopes Mm -hmm. sometimes a little too high so Mm -hmm. next one how easy it is to actually do your little beep thing How easy podcasting is, despite what seems like a complicated process and how much money it would generate for you.
0: Yeah. Well, here, here's one that uh, that I, I have to explain a little because, yeah, podcasting is easy once you understand the concepts and you get the initial setup done because, you know, setup mm-hmm. can be a little complicated. Uh, not always and not too bad. And we're doing our best to make it easier.
1: That's that's what I was thinking. Yeah. We have done quite a bit to make it much more simple over the years. However, we also do just try to reassure people that like this is what we're here for. Yep. We will help you get everything set up, and then literally like you don't you shouldn't need us.
0: Yeah, I, I help onboard quite a few people, but it's not. You know, so they're, they're not stuck on huge things like they used to be, and, mm-hmm. and that's good. And then a, the second part of that one was how much money it would generate. Well, how little money it may generate is probably <laughs> a better way to put that because, you know, you're not going to get rich podcasting quickly or even ever maybe. You never know, you know. And sometimes podcasting isn't about the money. You know, I do it as a hobby, you know, mm-hmm. other than this one. Uh, all my other podcasts, I I never intended to make any money on them. You know, Mm -hmm. it it was just, uh, you know, therapy and uh, learning the process and, you know, actually getting in the trenches and doing it, uh, which is different than your motivation. If you're, you know, you're motivated to make money, it's going to take a while. Because you got to build up that audience.
1: Yeah. You have to build up the audience. And also, um, like, the amount of money that I think people are making gets skewed by the people who say that they are making money, yeah. because the only people that are really talking about it are the ones that are making the top level, the top dollars. Oh yeah, and you a know, lot of the time. So
0: yeah, there's some huge ones out there. I mean, look at Joe Rogan. He got quarter million dollars or so, uh, you know, to go exclusive on Spotify. Well. You know, he was pretty successful to begin with. He was making thirty million dollars a year in ad sales. Which is just crazy. But
1: Yeah, you know. and I mean how he got to those numbers because he was already popular before he started a podcast. Yeah,
0: and that's probably <laughs> the key of doing that. Exactly. Which we all can't do. But we'll you know, you can try mm-hmm. and that's good. Uh this last one here, I I, I agree with this one. I, I went whole hog when I started. And, you know, oh, I want to do a podcast about this. Oh, I want to do a podcast about that. Oh, I want to do a podcast about this other thing. Well, you can burn yourself out if you don't pace yourself. Correct. You know, you try to... We've
1: all had (laughs) some level of burnout in our lives, I think. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we all get it. And that's why we have paid vacation.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I feel incredibly grateful to have to have that yes
0: but uh, yeah just you know start one podcast don't don't start a podcast then start a network and try to you know do all this stuff all at once because it takes an amazing amount of time to publish a podcast it really does i mean look how much time you know three or four of us here at blueberry take to get this one out
1: yeah we were we have been doing this today for an hour and a half
0: yeah well it's because well, it's of technical glitches
1: yeah but that's i mean that's part of the whole pace yourself because right but we it, did show it, prep. you don't want to have to have like problems arise with because you're trying to do too much
0: yeah we did show like, prep uh we've done you know we're we, like and after this we're gonna send this off to the team they're gonna hopefully make us sound a little smarter than we are and we'll get the file back and then you're going to make the post. And Mm -hmm. you know,
1: regardless of whether you have a team for the actual process of having a podcast, you also have to have like your mental and emotional team of your friends and family outside of this, because you might be able to handle the day to day with your podcast, but just having someone there to, talk to and that you know really enjoys hearing about your passions and your hobbies can really help as well
0: right well these answers were all from Facebook groups uh, or from the Facebook group uh, the, what, what would you say Mackenzie what was what would what would you have liked to have known before you started podcasting for us when uh, you started at blueberry
1: um definitely I did not have like a full grasp of start to finish like what happens i i mean i worked in radio in college and started this job shortly after i graduated so i felt comfortable with the tech um for the actual audio but what the the process i really did not get and keep in mind this was also seven or eight years ago right. so the technology was very different um for the services like for the software i had like it the, it was just audio going into like the void like as a listener, I totally understood it. Right. Of I was like, I just press <laughs> I download it and i do and then I upload it to my iPod and then you know, like it turned into phones and everything like that. But yeah, I had no idea. I was I was trying to keep up with our very at the time still technical team and they were just like, and then you do this, and I'm like, Okay, sure. <laughs>
0: we tried, we tried.
1: Yeah, you did, you did, but I think mm. it was um I had no idea how the rss feed part really worked i under i only understood that for like blogs i did not get the uh the file and the publishing part and the uh the website i really think powerpress confused the heck out of me like big time at first but yeah. well it's not- all things that we have improved on so i hope no one no one else is still in that boat Yep.
0: So, very good. Yeah, it, I I would answer this question except for when I started, nobody knew anything about podcasting because it was brand new. And so, really, I, the only thing I, I would say is I, I, I wish I'd have known how much it would change my life. <laughs> I mean, seriously.
1: That's a very good point, Mike.
0: I mean, seriously, you know, I the first podcast I did I was sitting on the front porch of my house out in the woods in Lake Ann, Michigan uh, uh, with a laptop with uh, with that stupid little pencil microphone that comes with a laptop
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and it sounded like crap and uh, you know but the fact that I published that one episode has pretty much changed the course of my life over the last 17, 18 years so you yeah, know it's pretty life-changing I mean, you know, I wouldn't have yeah, this. There's job. no pretty
1: much it <laughs> drastically changed your you life. <laughs> know,
0: I was in the printing industry and, uh, yeah, I'm so glad I'm not there anymore. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, if you got a question you'd like us to answer on the show, drop an email to me, mike at blueberry.com. You can do audio, text, video, and uh, we might use it on the show. Or you can post a question in the Blueberry Podcasting Facebook group, uh, but don't do that for support.
1: Yes, the best place for support with any Blueberry product or service issue is our ticket system. It's blueberry.com/support. Doing a ticket gives the whole team access rather than direct emails to Mike or Dave or myself or phone calls or something like that. That is why we have a company phone number and ticket system.
0: Yes, and of course we're coming to you this week from Mike Dell's World Studio in Traverse City, Michigan, and Mackenzie's undisclosed location in columbus ohio and we're produced by the blueberry pro production team thanks lee
1: i think that's all we have for today yeah oh wait no
0: yeah yeah that's okay
1: (laughs) (laughs) thank you you can do us a solid and fill out our listener survey at surveys.blueberry.com slash podcast insider that is where we learn more about you what you are comfortable telling us so that we can alter the types of information we're giving you, the types of, you know, guests that we might have on, all that good stuff.
0: right. You can schedule a one-on-one with Todd, uh, hosting customers only. You can email Todd at Blueberry.com and uh, he'll do a little 30-minute consult with whatever you'd like to know about podcasting.
1: Similarly for you, people can schedule a tech checkup. This is also hosting customers and email Mike at Blueberry.com.
0: Of course. Uh, see, we got this all out of order. You should have read yours. I should have. Read...
1: <laughs> anyway. I know. It didn't make sense. As I was reading it, I was like, oh, okay, cool.
0: Yeah, well, whatever. Uh, you could send your podcast sticker and a self-addressed stamped envelope to McKenzie and the address will be in the show notes. Actually, you can just send the, the envelope or... Probably just an email, really, <laughs> sometimes, and we'll send you out a blueberry care package. We got all kinds of stuff.
1: Yeah, we'd love to get, you know, stickers or some type of merch from you guys if, you, if you're if you willing to share it. But if not, just tell me where you want something. And if, if you're polite, I will send you many things. There
0: you go. There you go. And, you know, we got a sticker board at the uh, office there that uh, people that have sent us in stickers. We've got a little board there. So
1: One of these days I'll include a picture of it.
0: Yeah, yeah, we'll have to – we'll put it up in the in the studio there uh, next time Todd's down there and does video from the studio.
1: Yeah, that sounds Maybe. perfect.
0: That'd be cool. All right. Well, that's it. Uh, we made it through.
1: Congratulations to us.
0: Yeah, there you go. I got somebody calling on the phone here. All right, catch you guys next week. And I believe you're going to be back next week. Are not
1: you, Mackenzie? I will be back next week. So, you know, good test run for us today.
0: Yep. And uh new mic sounds good.